Welcome back to Moon AF, ladies and gentlemen. It's your girl, Nikita. Thank you for joining me today. Um, as always here at Moon AF, this is all tea, all shade, and all offense. Now, some of you that are new to my channel don't know who this lovely young lady is. This is my best friend in the entire world. There's only one, and this is her. This is also <coughs> our CFO of Mood AF LLC. Her name is Shania. And for those of you who know, she was on episode two, Let's Be Honest, about our sexuality. So my darling best friend, first of all, hi. Hi. I haven't seen you in so long, which is you. some shit, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> um, no, it's not. That was all shade. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Thank always you. a pleasure to have you here at Mood I'm really excited. As you should be. So, as we know, it is Black History Month. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? Pat to the people. Amen. And here at Moon AF, we are a predominantly black show. Um, that's no shade to anybody of any other race that watches us. However, most of my team is black. <laughs> Rooting for everyone black in my Issa Rae voice. <clears throat> so today, we're going to get into all tea, all shade, and all offense about black women in our day-to-day, -day, you feel me? Like how we have to save the world because the world doesn't save us. Again, this is all tea, all shade, and all offense. So fair warning, you're not really down with the sisters, you might want to exit now. Ooh. <laughs> all right. So here at Mood AF, we can get kind of clatchet. I mean, and I see my best friend has brought the wine because she just couldn't wait another 20 minutes for us just to, you know, do what we got to do. <laughs> I think this topic is one of those that requires wine. That's my this take is true. on this. It's a heavy topic. This is and, true. And, you know, I just think we need some wine to ease it along. Valid point. So something that I know we've experienced, especially being friends for almost a decade, mm -hmm. which is crazy. She's like my longest relationship ever. <laughs> it is a relationship. It is a relationship, it. if you think about it. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we face is colorism. So my best friend, as we can see, is a beautiful, beautiful chocolate girl. Um, I'm in love with her skin. I'm in love with her skin tone. When she tans in the summer, she looks so phenomenal. Like, I'm literally envious of her skin tone. Because I feel like in, you know, in today's society, chocolate girls don't really get, like, we get in love, but, like... We're not getting as much love as we honestly deserve nope. just because it's always a, we get passed over for like the light skin girls. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it's like, yo, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, like what you like, but like, so you like your coffee a little bit on the lighter side or do you like your coffee a little bit more on like, you know, the milk chocolate, the little <laughs> milk chocolate side, you feel me? And then on top of that, some of the people that like we went to school with in high school had some of the best complexions. Like some of the darker, darker girls. Oh my god! Yeah. If I think about it, like yeah. if I think about it, I'm just like, yo, those women, like they were gorgeous. Lanasia, girl, your skin, skin is stunning, honey. Like I gag at how beautiful and how chocolate you are, honey. Shout outs to you. Yeah. All right. Toast. Toast. Yeah, I would do anything to have Lanasia's skin tone. Yeah. Her skin tone is flawless. Oh, like a Nima Tang? Yeah. Ooh. Nima Tang mm. is so chocolate, and she's so rich and so deep, and I feel like women like that get passed over, 
especially like in the industry and the in like today's society today's society which is so annoying yeah because now everybody wants to start tanning like looking a little more olive looking a little more bronze so y'all want to be black when it Yes. What, uh, See, uh, now that's, that's uh, some tea right there. Uh, uh, that is some tea right there. A lot of, especially recently, actually, I saw this this whole thing on Twitter, where this one white girl was like straight up coloring herself to look like she was black. But when it came to standing up for anything Black Lives Matter, when they asked her anything about you know like the just being a black person, Shorty was clueless. Like didn't know what was going on. So for me, it feels like a lot of people are trying to be black when it is convenient for them, when it looks good, you know, because, I mean, Fenty looks good on, let me tell you something, okay? That Fenty highlight is made for brown, brown, brown women. Can we get women. into the tea? I mean, like, Fenty looks amazing on dark skin, and a lot of them are trying to be darker so that, you know, that highlight will sparkle on dark skin, but sh you know what? Oh, honey, right that, that's... I'm gonna leave that right there. Oh, child. Oh, that was a little spicy. I, oh, nah. I'm just saying. Not saying that Fenty doesn't look good on everybody. Fenty does. It however, does, yeah. However, comma. <laughs> this is pro-black, pro-woman, pro-black woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally here for that. Yeah. I think something that really bothered me growing up was always getting overlooked for, like, my lighter skin friends. Mm -hmm. I had these three girls, it was like the three of us. We always hung out. So it was my brother's ex-girlfriend, me, and then a darker friend of ours. And the darker friend was like real slim and slender. Mm. Um, you know, so all the guys liked her because she looked very like model-esque. And then my brother's ex-girlfriend, light. Like yeah, she's a light-skinned light Trinidadian. Yeah. And then there was me. So oftentimes it was either the guys were on my darker skin friend or they were on shorty because she was light and then I would always get passed over like for instance I lived in Texas and I had a breast friend that was way lighter skin she was fair so it was always like they looked at her mm. and felt like she was more popping mm -hmm. you know what I mean because yeah. she was like tall slim slender she's light skin like pin straight hair and then there's like me whereas I'm more chocolate, and then like during the hotter, hotter months, I would wear my hair curly, and so I'm getting like passed over. You just hit on a key topic there, though. That's hair. And I think that's one of the things that plays a big part in colorism. Like, a lot of people don't like darker women because a lot of darker black women, I'm not talking about anybody that's mixed in any way, shape, or form. I'm talking about like black women who are darker tend to have coarser hair sometimes. Yeah. That's, just, that's just our genetics, that's just how we are. Um, and for that reason, for whatever reason, that, that's like taboo or it's, un, it's unattractive or, I'm not sure where that comes from, yeah. um, but I think it needs to stop. Yeah, that's Point true, period. that's true. And even like I experience it too, still to this day, because if you knew me like, eight, nine years ago, you know my hair was like super long and luscious and Rapunzel and pin straight. And then like now I got the fade, I got like the curly top going yeah. on and shit like that. So it's like a lot of people like overlook me because my hair is, I, it's like I'm faded up on the sides and then my top is curly and it's so short. So it's like compared to like my homegirls who have like the long Rapunzel hair, like sometimes 
you know, dudes automatically think like I'm a dyke or like Which I'm not attractive because of the fact that like I shave the sides of my head. Or what I'll do is I'll post pictures from my past, like a couple years ago, like a TBT or whatever, and my hair will be long and then you'll get the assholes that dead ass hit me up in the DM like, what happened? What happened? Like why you cut your hair? Like your hair was so long, it was so nice. And I'm just like, yo bro, like y'all not cash apping me? to maintain this hair so and there's also just something to be said about women who embrace their natural hair like if it's your hair it's on your head this is true and if it, true. you were born with it you should be able to embrace it i'm not saying there's anything wrong with wearing weaves because do that too Ooh, it's your head it's your body you wear what you want to wear right. what i have a problem with is people who are like, you're not attractive because you're not wearing a bone straight Brazilian. Like, nah, don't work that way. Yeah, like that. I'm not even like trying to knock it cause I just got my, I just got braids like not too long ago and like the length was fire, but I cut my hair because I know what I look like with long hair. Like I know I look good, yeah. you feel me? Like I wanted something different. Plus like my maintenance time, like I get to wake up in the morning and not do shit. Right. Whereas it's convenient, it is. It's like yo, when I had hair like longer hair, like you gotta wake up in the morning, you gotta unwrap it. Yeah, God forbid yep. you slept wrong. <laughs> now you got a crease. Now you got a flat iron it. Like I think, for me, it took so long when I finally made peace with my hair texture. Like I am almost a year with no heat. Like we recorded the first Mood AF episode, Toxicity, and then. That was the last time I straightened my hair, just mm -hmm. for that episode. And then every episode thereafter, like, my hair was curly. Yeah. Just because I needed to embrace my natural texture. Yeah. Like, my left side wouldn't even curl. Like, it was just dead-ass wavy, like this. So that's from years of extensive heat damage, extensive coloring, yeah. extensive bleaching. I had a weave-in for a while. Like, I did a lot. So now I'd rather, like, yo, let me go to the barber, get a little shape up every two weeks, and just call it a fucking day. Like, yeah. I don't have no time. And I think it's important for black women to know that they are beautiful. Like, Amen. pardon my language, but fuck what society thinks Amen. at this point. Like, Amen. you are beautiful in Amen. your skin tone and whatever hairstyle you've got going on, whether it's pink, yellow, red, black, whatever it is. Don't let them tell you that you can't wear certain colors in your you hair because it don't look good. Don't let them tell you that you can't wear blonde. Like, hello, there are indigenous people out there with blonde fucking hair and, and blue, dark skin and blue the fuck eyes Crazy. so again genetics i tell you it's like just do what what feels good for you exactly don't feel like you need to impress society don't feel like you need to do something because everyone's telling you that that's what you're supposed to do right um i think as black women often we the world weighs heavy on us and oh. Ooh, whatever child. the world thinks we often internalize and we feel like we need to change everything and we need to fix everything and we need to be perfect all the time. We're humans, we're not perfect. We don't need to be perfect. And we also don't need to do everything that everyone wants us to do. Hence why I'm wearing this shirt that says Nah by Rosa Parks. Amen. Cause this is the year of Nah for me. Like Yo, OD. if I don't wanna do something cause it's draining my energy, I have a right to say hell no. And I'm gonna say nah. This is the year for nah. With no no answer. Like I don't have to I explain don't... myself to you at all. Like 
We carry the world on our shoulders. Like, I don't have to explain. And something that, like, I know we talk about all the time is code switching. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how often I code switch? And it's so annoying. And then it's, like, when I get around, like, my friends. And, like, for example, like, um, our director, Rome, so dope, loved the dude to death. But him and I butt heads a lot. So I, my accent comes out so thick, so heavy, but it feels good because I know that's who I am. And I've like internalized that all day because I can't tur- turn up at work. You know what I right, mean? Right, like, yeah. I can't just be me and feel like myself because I don't want you to feel like, oh, she's hella ratchet or, oh, she's mad ghetto or, oh, she's this or, oh, she's that. Right. So it's like when I'm around, you know, my Spanish friends, like, I'll have, like, a little more accent in my voice when I'm around, like, my Caucasian friends. Like, I'll try to be, no, this is no shade, a little bit more Becky. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm around, you know, my own kind, like, my own people, and I'm just like, yo, I'm chilling. Like, but that also, like, to me speaks to how amazing we are as black women because we have that ability to do that. Like, we can go into corporate America, sit down in a boardroom, and read out financials from A to Z. Talk about true. profits and losses and just completely Body slay it. shit. And then turn around, two minutes later, go to the coffee break room and be like, yo, my nigga. <laughs> we have that ability. Like, we're that adaptable and we're that flexible. And that's something that we need to celebrate as black women. This is true. Real. This is true. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's popping. And for me, it's rather attractive when women can, you know, do their shit and sound real professional and, you know, got their shit together, but then turn around and be friggin' nasty. Like on some Trina. I mean, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> Trina, <laughs> Trina, like, That's circle shit. trick daddy man, nigga, like, <laughs> that nasty is what she's referring to. So, as I mentioned before, Chen was on Let's Be Honest with our other friend, Kathy. Shout outs to you, Kathy. Hey, Congratulations, girl. girl. My girl finna be a wife. Hey. And a toast to toast you, to Kathy. Kathy. We proud of you, Kath, for real. Amen, girl, amen. So how is it being a black woman in the LGBTQIA community? I think I got that. That shit is long. I, I just say LGBTQ. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm just trying to be politically there. correct. You know, you know what I mean? There's a lot going on in there, even like, as a person in the community. Yeah, like you have women like Samira Wiley, yeah. Laverne Cox, yeah. Lena Waif. Like you have all Thanks. these beautiful, beautiful women, like all of shade ranges mm-hmm. that are speaking out and have this voice and that just want to like show the world that yo i'm a black woman but i'm also a part of this community and my voice must be heard like what's that like you know it's interesting being a black woman who's also queer like that you have three roadblocks in front of you first of all you're black and that's the first thing anybody ever sees before you even open your mouth you're considered a black person then you're a woman because you know either you identify as a woman or you look like a woman. Whatever the case may be, you're a woman, and that's a whole different ball game right there. And then to be a gay woman, child, it's tiring. It's exhausting. Um, I feel like we carry the weight of supporting our black brothers who are also on the spectrum, who are also LGBTQ, yeah. and always have to uplift them because they get a lot of shit. That's for true. being black men who are either gay or bi or whatever they are, trans, they get a lot of shit, and we have to uplift them. 
So we're carrying that burden too. Um, then we're also trying to explain ourselves all the time. Like recently, I had a coworker ask me, you know, like, so are you getting your MBA so you could find a rich man? And I was like, first of all, hold on. I'm in the MBA because I want to get an MBA to advance my career. That's why I'm getting an MBA. But second of all, you're assuming that I'm straight and that I'm because I'm a black woman, I need a man to financially support me. Did you stretch before that reach? I'm just asking. You know, clearly, asking for a friend. Clearly, he doesn't know my credentials and who I am as a person, but. That's besides the point. For the record, she went to an Ivy, okay? Graduated valedictorian, all right? Like, proof read every paper I've ever written in the history of life. Like, I literally trust a woman with the finances of this entire show, and the show's not cheap. Popular to contrary belief for everybody that thinks that this shit is free. Because everybody wants to do a podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, because everybody (laughs) just wants to do a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but who went to school and studied the craft and and put in the time and did the work? You know what? We're going to stop. We're going to stop. But (laughs) anyways, being a black gay woman is tough. It's exhausting. I feel like it's a battle every day because we also have to battle our families. And Nikita knows this very well. She has been there for me in my coming out story which I talked about um, in that Let's Be Honest episode. As, like, it, it's hard to be a black gay woman, especially coming from a West Indian family. Like, they expect you to marry a man and to go on and do great things with your education and this and that, and they expect grandbabies. And you know, it's, it's a struggle every single day trying to yeah. explain it. Like, I, I feel that, because I remember when you came out and how much of like an impact it was to not only your family, but my family too, because like our families are just so close yeah. so that it was just kind of like, yo, what the, f- like, yo, what the fuck? Like, because my family was more receptive to it and then your family wasn't. So it was just kind of like a, oh shit, when we all see each other at graduation, like how's this going to go down? Right. So I think after so many years of like your mom seeing us be friends and like you having these different relationships i think like now it's just become to the point where like yo we're gonna be 25 this year like our our parents our families are just like this is what it is like there's no there's no changing it there's no going against it and during the summer like i had an incident at you know my grandmother's funeral where uh, one of my family members made a comment an inappropriate comment at that about you know me being potentially lesbian because there was some rumor going around of course there is and then i had cut my hair and they hadn't seen me in so long so like they were just going off the ringer and shania was there when the comment was said (laughs) and literally everybody knew she's gay (laughs) so everybody's just looking like yo what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, trying to figure out why he would say that in front of everybody. Like, right. First right. of all, your mom is like my number one supporter. <laughs> so, Yo, my mom like, like, loves this girl. Like, like if why? anything should ever happen to me, my mother's calling her first. She's yes. not even calling my pops. She's not calling my sister. She's calling her. She's going to be like, yeah, where's my child? And the fuck she doing? She and the fuck she with? Like, yeah. It's so crazy. Our parents are so strict. Yo, four o'clock was curfew in high school. Bible. Can you believe that shit? Bible. Bro. Bible. <laughs> that was like, crazy. We got, especially on advisory days, yo, we used to get out at like one. Yo, 4 p.m. We needed to be in the house. Yeah. 
Like, if we didn't have shit to do, be in house. That's so, yo, we've come such a come long far. way. We've and come so far. <laughs> like, yo, for real, because now I'm just walking out that. We going out. We going out. I'm going to see you in two days. Bye. Like, I'm leaving, sis. Yeah. I'm so glad that, you know, we've, you've come such a long way with being comfortable in your skin and yeah. who you are. Because I remember you were just dressing so tomboyish. Well, I was like all over the spectrum, too, with Then that. you wear a skirt, you straighten your hair. Like, you had lost a sense of yourself and a sense of your identity. And I feel like you got to college and still didn't know. Yeah. And then it's not until, like... As of the last two years, you finally like grown into your own, and I think it's so so beautiful, especially because there's so much more support now, mm -hmm. especially now that you know gay marriage is legal. Mm -hmm. So now in I'm seeing places, for, in most places. So I'm seeing so much more like couples of color. Yeah. Like I went to my cousin's church, and it's like an LGBTQ church, like completely. Shit, I need to go. With so it. like it's actually like not too far from Eighth Street. Oh. Honestly, so in the church, like the pa one of the pastors, like had on full suit, like but it was like one of them pantsuits, mm. like you know that like them pantsuits. I know what you do. <laughs> and then and then the wife had on like this sick matching pantsuit, okay. and I was just like, oh my god! And then they had a son, and I was just like, this could totally be my best friend and like her wife. And their baby. Give me a few years. She said few years. Listen, like y'all keep thinking I'm playing. I'm cool with being a rich single auntie That's what she that does travels. Now. Got a different man every time you see her. Come around once a year, and I have a mysterious sum of money. Okay, like that said, I don't, I don't know about mm -hmm. all that mm -hmm. having babies. I'm gonna give you time. I'm gonna give you time. You're not gonna give me time because you still can't find me a man. So let's start there. When you gonna find me a man, sis? Here's why I can't find you a man. Cause I I struggle with finding men that are acceptable for You don't like nobody. I mean like here's the thing. I think as black women we should have high standards. And we do. Like there's nothing wrong with having high standards. I was talking to one of my coworkers recently, she's a black girl at my company, very few of us. Um, and she had like a list of requirements. And I was like, go on, girl, do your thing. Like, if that's what you want, that's what you want. You deserve. Have your list. I don't even have a roster, sis. Listen, okay, I just okay. had to tell old boy one today, had to be like, you're never going to change. So this is why you can't see me. This is why you cannot link me, because you're see, never going to change. Like, look at that strength to be able to say that, though. Like, that's something serious. To have that kind of strength to be like, you're not deserving of my love. It wasn't my love, it was something else. But you know what, same rules apply. <laughs> same rules apply, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> we don't gotta get to it. I mean, that gets into another topic too of how like black women, for whatever reason, are always the ones that get the flack for being sexually liberated. Do, like, what's wrong with black women? If you wanna sleep with somebody, as long as it's safe sex, that's always my number one thing. Like, be safe about of it. Course. We're a condom, of course. Make sure you're on some sort of like birth control or if not birth control, you're just being safe about it. You're not gonna contract anything or you're not gonna get pregnant, but sleep with whoever the hell you feel like sleeping with. Okay. And for whatever reason, you know, society, the media, the entertainment industry, like everyone just cuts on black women for doing that. We get the most shit for it. And 
I'm trying to understand why. Like, you got somebody like Kim Kardashian. Who knows how many men have run through Kim Kardashian? Like, no disrespect to Kim Kardashian. I don't really care for her and her family. All shade to Kim Kardashian, actually. I, I, actually, I really don't care for her and her family. Um, but for whatever reason, like, Black China gets more flack than Kim Kardashian. And they did the same thing. Literally. Literally. They're the same person. Literally. Black China's just black. Like, literally. <laughs> so why is she getting more flack for finessing than Kim Kardashian is? This is, yeah, I don't, that one don't sit right with me. Don't get me wrong, Black China does a lot of, like, out there shit. She's crazy sometimes. Like, we all are. Okay, but in the sense of if you compare her to Kim, like, yo, Kim out here sleeping with everybody, and so is Black China, but because she, what, fucked Rob, had a kid with him, had a kid with Tyga, like, she was with Tyga for mad long, right. so, like, yeah, that makes sense. Then she went on to Rob. Tyga slept with Kylie. So, like, what's the problem? So all she did was sleep with her mother. The end. Keeping it all in the family. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what y'all doing anyway? Like, what's the big deal? And then she with this kid boo. Yo. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That one, that kid boo, dude. I like, I'm shy. like, girl. I'm not hip enough to I'm know not, these people. I'm, <laughs> like, honey, I stopped looking at all the weirdos after Lil Uzivert. Like, <laughs> Like, after Uzi, it just kind of got weird for me. Then they was like, yeah, trippy rat. I'm like, yo, who are all these people? You naming people that I don't even know. Like, I don't know none of these people. Mm. For real, I really don't. Like, no. No, no. but for real, though, I I really think it's it's disappointing and it's sad how much black women have to suffer at the hands of society and their norms. Um, And that's a result of the white man determining what is good and what is not, what's hoish and what is not hoish, and what black women can and can't do versus what white women can and can't do. Um, we got to cut that shit out as a society. Like, black men got to stand beside black women. That's the number one thing. Okay, but that's tea, though. Because, because at the end of the day, when you got all these black men that are being killed and shot down at the hands of white officers and all this other just crazy shit going on. It's always black women at the forefront Front, center. of that fight. And it's very disappointing when I don't see black men supporting black women the same way that the black women would Or you too busy trying to say that I don't got no ass and I don't got no titties. And I, because I don't want to go lay on a table and spend $5,000 and then go spend another couple thousand dollars because you got to get the lymphatic massage, then you got to stay in the housing. Then you, like, because I don't want to do that. You, like, scaving on me. Like, what's up? What, what happened to the respect for the women with the natural bodies that go to the gym, that eat the extra slice of pizza? Like, what, y'all going to overlook us too? Okay, that's fine. Like, and I'm tired of y'all coming for me talking about, Benikita, you're mad skinny. Like, listen, honey, I was once upon a time fat, I have receipts to prove it, okay? Don't let the, the trips to Y7 fool you. Like, I really go to Y7 for a great peace of mind because I be ready to get crazy feisty. sometimes. Feisty. Sometimes I'm 7.30, sometimes I'm 1 o'clock. I don't know. It just depends on your mood and the day. <laughs> I, I mean, know this all too well. I wonder what else you know. Too much. I know way too much. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. All black women should have another black woman that they can confide in, that yeah. they know will ride for them yeah. at every turn. Mm. 
You know, just say the word, I'm popping up. Stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. Stop. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. Stop it. I ain't gonna do that. I, I ain't gonna give you that. I ain't gonna give you that. I'm gonna thug it out. I mean, I think I just think we need a community. Black women need a community of black women. And that's not to say you can't be friends with white like trust me, I I have friends of all backgrounds. Amen. Of every socioeconomic status, of every educational level, Amen. of you know, like all varieties. I don't discriminate against anyone. However, there's something to be said about a woman who can relate to you, who knows your struggle, uh, especially when you're an entrepreneur trying to launch a business. You know, like a lot of times this black women- This stressful, bro. You, know, you encounter some, some like struggles that someone who is of a different race, you know, maybe a white woman who has money, mm -hmm. will not. Like yeah. automatically her family is funding stuff. Whereas as black women, a lot of times, we don't have that generational wealth. Oh, girl, no. And we got to start from scratch. We got to, you know, somehow come up with the money to do all this stuff. Right. So it's something to be said about having another black woman in your presence, in your circle, who's going to support you, but also call you out when you're wrong. Like, that's... Now, Nikita knows I pull her up on her shit when she is fucking up, and I'm not afraid to admit it. And sometimes she gets mad at me. Sometimes she curses me out. It is what it is. It's all love. It's all because I love her, and I want her to do well. I want her to succeed. You can look at me however you want. I don't even like you. Like, I don't like you. We're going to have a quiet dinner after this, sister. And <laughs> Whatever. We're going to eat. We not That's eating? fine. I'll put that's my AirPods that, in. I'm rich enough to have AirPods. Stop. <laughs> that's all that matters to me is that we eat. No, but really, like, I, I love this girl to death. And I would never want her to make a decision that's going to impact her in a negative or adverse way. So as a black woman, I'm also going to call her out and be like, yo, no. Don't do that. Fix it. Change that. Say a lot of when she likes to like, say you're sorry to her, sis. She don't like saying I'm sorry, but but I will if I I will I will swallow my pride. I will be the bigger woman. I will own up to my faults and I will own up to my mistakes. However, after a bit of coercion, that's, that's no. besides the point. <laughs> Not after a bit of coercion, after a load of bitching like but this is why but he did this and he said that and it's okay like i just reacted to what he did oh by the way 2019 whatever energy you want that's what i want <laughs> so you decide what we're doing okay <laughs> so if you want to be petty we can be petty this is all tea all shade and all offense need i say it one more time Damn, I wonder who's going to take that and run with it. You know what? I'm tired. You know what? Everybody does. Seems like after an episode, somebody's in their feelings. And I don't even be subbing people. <laughs> you lying. <laughs> you lying. I don't be subbing people. People just get in their bag about something I said and be upset. Why are you lying? <laughs> I'm not lying. People just be in their bag and be upset about something I said. If you would have listened to me, you wouldn't be in a lot of these <clears throat> relationships that I don't approve of, but that's I wasn't story. in nobody's relationship. These situationships, or should I call them fuck ships? I don't know what the fuck they are. But there's a lot of these <laughs> that I don't approve of. Wait, 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 wait. But you don't be listening to me sometimes, so. That's crazy. It's good. It's, it is what it is. That's crazy. Just like that 
horrid ass ex-girlfriend that you had. Ouch. Right? The one that made you stop talking to me for Ooh. about a year and a half, two years. Yeah, somewhere around Burn. that. Um, or let's talk about the one that like you went and bought a ring for. But damn, nigga, you put my passes all the way out there. Truck ships, situation ships. Remember, it's 2019, sis. We're matching energies. <laughs> Whatever you want, I'm on. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> This is, <laughs> this is literally us, guys. Like, it is. Th this is. This is us. But it, it couldn't be this way with anybody else. No. It, it absolutely couldn't it, be. You can be your real, raw, and authentic self with somebody who shares your struggle, who we have the same upbringing and you know, similar backgrounds, and we're both ambitious, stubborn as hell. Speak for yourself, sis. Nigga, you stubborn. <laughs> Stop playing. You are hella stubborn. Speak for yourself. Don't even play. Speak for yourself. We're stubborn, yourself. but we love hard. Very much so. Very um, much so. And I think often as black women, that gets taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And it's real sad because we have so much to offer, and yet people take advantage of that. And then we end up having to close that off. Mm -hmm. And you don't get the benefits of being with someone like us because you decide to be a dickhead about it. Like Cole said, the reality is that you're not with me. You feel me? The punishment is that you're not with me. That's, that's, oh, wow. that's some punishment in and of itself right there. I mean, you yeah, because all y'all do is watch my Insta stories and watch me level up and glow because... <laughs> I got the, I'm proud of you, shoddy. Like, I, oh, I got that all right. And I was just like, don't you got a girlfriend to go bother? Stop. <laughs> like, I don't. Send these men's business out here. Don't you got a girlfriend to go bother? Like, I don't care about you, your situation. <laughs> I don't care that you're out here looking like a whole ass number 10. Like, that was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who are you talking about? You and know damn well who I'm talking about. I am not about to play this game with you. <laughs> I am not playing this game with you. Sister, I'm not going to hell with Listen, you. Listen, okay? my you. name is Olivia Pope Bradshaw <laughs> because I'm Olivia Pope and Carrie Bradshaw, but Olivia Pope Bradshaw, yes, that is my name, and um, you know who I was talking about. I sure do, and I hope they catch this tea, too. Oh, they catch all the tea. It's just, I'm still getting the, I'm <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you know who you are. Sir. Sir. <laughs> sir, 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 step up. Please come to the podium right now. <laughs> sir, sir, can you please come to register one, please? Sir, mm. sir, can you please mm. come to register no. one? Nope, I'm not doing it with you. <laughs> well, I have to thank you for being on my show today and being my best friend. Because I feel like you got the hardest job out of anybody on the planet you know what i mean like i feel like being my being in my life is one thing dealing with my family is one thing dealing with me is another thing put it all together and then you got to put it all together and get this conglomerate package but it's hard to find somebody that'll stay loyal to you throughout the years and i've never had to question Never had to wonder, never had to, even when we broke up for a year, like, I knew that was, she's still my bitch, bro. Like, oh, she's wow. she's not going nowhere. Like, we might break up, we might, you know, argue, but I'll, we give each other some space. Like, she'll say some shit, and I'll just not respond. But that doesn't mean I don't love her any different. It's just, 
you blow my mind, bro. And I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> we we not about to be arguing. Like, I'm just not respond. I'm gonna respond when I'm calm. However, um, I love you so much. I appreciate I you so you. much. You are you took this test and was trying to do shit for the show and trying to plan my birthday and do all that you do. I speak so highly of you to literally everybody, like, cause I have nothing negative to say. And I wish somebody would speak crazy about you, cause what? <laughs> I dare you, I dare you, I dare you. You know, some of these people from high school might have some things to say. You know what? I'm a problem, you got children and no marriage. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sure. sorry, sorry. I'm just saying, you know, like a, I feel like a lot of people shit on Nikita and I in high school. Like no, like no cap. Like a lot of people shit yeah, on no us cap. in high school. No and cap. Y'all done shit on us and look at us. We shit on y'all. Really did shit on us. And about. you know, I'm sorry, but where are y'all now? That's my question. I ain't got where no baby. Now? I ain't got no baby father. I ain't got no failed marriage. You working in corporate America, right. you trying to do your... Listen, you my nine, I got a nine to five that pays for my five to nine until my five to nine can be my nine to five, okay. all right? Okay. Maintain, looking good, skin clear, all right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A lot of y'all shitted on us in high school, and I'm like, all right, so where y'all at now? Because I'm walking around in a fox and a rabbit, but what are you doing? Ooh. Aside from applying for Section 8. Burn. Do <laughs> you have I anything to tell the people before you go? You know, just love yourself. As black women, just love yourself, honestly. Um, don't let anybody step on you. Don't let anybody tell you that you need to do something because they want you to do it. Do it because you want to do it. Shoot for the stars. Go for what? Be ambitious. Like, a lot of people shit on black women who try to be ambitious. They don't want you for to real. be great. And at the end of the day, you gotta be great for yourself. Right. Uh, you're also a lot of black women are carrying their families. Like, I have a goal of being the first millionaire in my family. Amen. And you will be. I'm gonna do everything in my power to ensure that that happens. So, as black women, don't be afraid to have dreams and goals like that. Mm -hmm. Do what you want to do. Do what you what works for you. And also, don't let people who don't genuinely care about you impact your life don't let them in that energy don't let them have your energy don't let them steal your joy block your be and, protective of yeah, your energy protect your peace like not everybody that you meet is good for you yeah not all good not all food is good food mm -hmm. you know what i mean like feed your soul feed your feed yourself like make yourself feel yeah. better um i think before i close this out i definitely want to say to all my black women like keep fucking going all right because yeah. we carry the world on our shoulders but the satisfaction that we get from that and the successes that we make for ourselves are so so astounding and they're astonishing because guess what the power that we own as black women nobody else can match that you know what i mean like this is black girl magic alive and well because if you met us like seven eight years ago we didn't know what the fuck we were doing like we were about to graduate high school and didn't know where the fuck we was going to college we knew we was going to college we didn't have a choice we didn't know where we was going though no. but we figured it out and now hello this one's always traveling for work every two minutes of the day on top of doing all the other great shit she does and then i made like a super come up I'm doing something that I never thought in a million years I'd be doing that I'm so in love with and that you people genuinely fuck with me, fuck with my show, fuck with my content. I love you guys so, so much. Keep 
watching hit subscribe also hit that cute little bell notification so you know when i have a new upload coming out again thank you for watching mood af i'm nikita thank you my best friend my cfo for joining always. me as always i love you